Um, something I saw at gas stations this week that I'd never, ever seen before. Ever. Talk about that. Hookers? No. It's a miracle until your body cracks. So every night before I went to bed, I'd go pop in a little bit of Afrin and... Or you sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> you're just waking up. Good morning. Thanks for listening to the show. I wait daylight savings tomorrow. Tonight. Monday, Craig and I are playing in that Saroy shootout. 69 degrees. What time is nice. that, by the way? Nice. All right, my team to p- finish in last place, Craig Miller. Hmm. Well, I... Because he always picks me to finish in last in everything. <laughs> so right back at you, just, pal. Just desserts. Yeah. I think Rosengarden might play middle linebacker for a series. Yeah, take a few snaps. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need any additional brain damage. If they leave, leave, (laughs) hey. Man, I can't believe that. The hell's that about? Gee, what a shot. That was a shot. It was. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. I mean, I'd like to still have a functioning dingling for a while. box this is a very quick uh revised tea box from about 40 minutes ago i'll uh, i'll show you the text let's see what time well, did, what hang time on. did i get we'll, the text? we'll say who you are in a moment okay well I, I hopefully people know who i am by now by your voice well maybe yeah or your tweets could be that too or you're just your presence that's probably the best one yeah my presence so at 7 30 i'm five minutes away Fifteen minutes away. That's much better. And Rick, and I, I will say this about Rick: the world relies on Rick. It does. Yes, and in, in his world of life, and over there, not in the office, but the world relies on Rick. Revolves around him or relies on relies him? on him. Re- yes. The entire world. Yes, relies the on the entire Rick world of of Rich Wisdom relies on Rick Arnett, and he says, "Look, <laughs> I got a family issue. It's not life threatening. I got to go." Yes. He says, I said, what am I supposed to do? And he says, well, thankfully, we go to 10.30 today. I said, that's not thankfully. Yeah, no, that's. But that means there's no country force. That's exactly what it means. So it means if I can get Eli on the phone, which I can't because Eli's phone's not taking calls, then Eli can replace me. That's correct. And there you have Eli Jordan, the great. Yes. This is yes. the ultimate in six, six manish, right? Yeah, I should probably get sixth man of the year for this. So, who owes you the favor, me or Rick? I think Kern. Kern. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> no, nobody owes me a favor. Luckily for you guys, this is the closest place to me that you do a remote. Had you said, "Yeah, we're at," you know. Crest Volvo, I 
would have probably said, there's no way. Like, I can't no. get there. Yeah. So, thank for the great city of Arlington to have us out at Tierra Verde today. So, I, I will tell you that Rick called me at 7.06. It's now 8.04. I showered, changed, got down here. And how long have I been here? Probably, I got here before you did. You'd have to say that. But it's true, though. You know, Monday through Friday, I'm still your boss. I'm aware of that. <laughs> Fire me if you want to for telling the truth. But I was here before Ooh, you were. He, but you, you're driving from Irving. Yeah, No, that's just standard. Here's the thing. <laughs> if you talk about the full, and i got to watch being on time and stuff, right? Oh, with a white band and everything. Yeah. Look at that. That's so um, Rick and I talk about the show all week. And Friday at... And I will tell you, full disclosure, he sends me a run sheet at 3.55 on Friday. This is everything we talked about. What do you PM? think? PM. Okay. And why do I need to be here with the reliable Kern Very setting reliable. things up for us? And Rick gets here, what, at 5 a.m.? I mean, <laughs> before first light. I mean, he he's here. There's never a time I can ever beat him here. No, so never. what do you need me for? No. I'm going to get up my leisurely time. I'm going to drive. Rick didn't call me until uh, Rick called me. So he called you way before at 7 Oh, I missed three phone calls, though. Yeah, well. Oh. All right. Well, he assures me that there's nothing serious happening in his life. So. Oh, yeah. No, he, he's all good. Yeah, we're all good here. The last time this happened, his, his dog passed in the middle of the show. I remember that. Oh, God. That's and he was going to try to finish the show. And I looked at him and said, get the hell out of here. I don't know what I did. You were here. You were, I think you did the show with me from this studio. Yes. So, thank God for Eli. That's the first time that has ever been said. On the air? No, ever. And thank even God, my parents don't say thank it. God for Tier Verde. This is the first time we've been at, every year. Tier Verde does one remote with us, and it's usually their demo day. And every year they do the demo day in a range. Yes. And this year, finally, they said, "No, we're just going to do it now here." And it's beautiful and it's sunny. It's going to be sixty-five degrees out here. We'll, we probably should have some deals or something for Tier Verde. We'll probably get that soon. Um, oh, you have something? We do have we'll, copy we'll do points that. for We'll do Gita. that in the next segment. Hey, I'll tell you this. This is my go-to course because I live 10 minutes from here, play here all the time. There you I go. love it. There you go. Let's introduce the rest of the guys. Right? Everybody said, by the way, that's Eli Jordan, the great Eli Jordan subbing in for Rick. We have Kern running the whatever you do, the engineer, right? Yes, that. Yes, the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing Cut this? Cut me some slack. This is really <laughs> Rick's good. job. You're fine. You're great. Running the board is the great Jay. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Jay King. How are you, buddy? I'm upset there's no country force, but I'm glad you've joined. Well, see, so it's a I, I appreciate that, but it's that's a not true. Country, country box. force hybrid. <laughs> country box. <laughs> country box. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jay. Yes. I have a quick quick question. So I'm driving in this morning and listening to the show before ours, which yes. is a car show from whatever sports network it is. SB Nation. SB Nation. And they had the same exact car show on this morning as they had on last week. Did they really? Yes. That happens. Really? Um, 
I think he put a disclaimer like at the beginning of the show because the guy who hosted it was supposed to go to Vegas and then he got really sick and he said, well, I just only have this to play. So how do you feel now, Craig? The guy's sick. There you are making fun of him. Look. Playing the same show. Something happened to Rick Arnett that he had to leave and he found somebody to replace to have great radio. That's Is that great radio? Hey, in case, you missed, the, radio? The interv- in case you missed a great interview about commercial vehicles by this senior VP of Hyundai. Here it is again. <laughs> the senior VP of Hyundai. Yeah. I mean, so. that was a really exciting, invigorating interview we had right? at 7.30 a.m. that yeah. I got to hear. So you got to hear it again. In- I was all informed. Same as last week. That is Jay King, and doing tickers twice an hour is the guy who should be doing the tickers for us right now. That's the great Samuel Hale. Good morning, Sam. Or not. All right, T-Box, so. Oh, hey. All right. You know, we could maybe do some Country Force fake news at 9.50, make Eli really happy. We can do that if we need to. Maybe 9.10, because 9.10 we always do uh, there's more to life than golf, and we do something, and it was going to – Rick said, I have a 9.10. Well, now we don't have a 9.10. So we don't have a 9.10, so we can either do Country Force fake news. Is that – does Samuel usually do that, or is it you or – it's usually Ty, Ty and Eli, but if we wanted to do that, I'm sure I could find some fake news and bring it to right. the airwaves. You have your job. Okay. You have an hour. I can you do have it. an hour. What, no? What, what are you talking about? Fake news? Yeah, we can do that. Whatever. All right. Eli it's sounds it's so enthused. Or, it's either that or roof talk, and you told me that you would you would probably talk. get fired by your insurance company if we did roof talk. No, that's already that's already happening. But yeah, we, okay. we, yeah, we won't talk about okay. that. All right, well, coming up next, we'll set up the show. We will uh, wish a few people happy birthdays okay. and a happy wedding day. Nuptials, yeah. Nuptials, yes. Thank you. And we'll tell you the deals that we got at Tierra Verde. And Which are spectacular. Yes. And how do we do at the Sorori Shootout? I'll tell you next. It is 8-17 on the ticket. You've got the T-Box Sands Rick Arnett. We now have the great Eli Jordan, the sixth man of the ticket, with us. And we are out at... Tierra Verde. Hey, hey, that's not necessary. And you have some deals here, don't you? I do. Eli? When was the last time you actually teed it up out here at Tierra Verde, Craig? About four months ago. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Oh, it was a good golf course. It's a great golf course. It's one of my favorites. Here's the thing. Full disclosure. Full in the, disclosure. In term, and it may make Greg Durante really happy or really sad. Do you know the number one golf course I played this year the most times? That is a very good question, and since Las Colinas is currently closed for renovation, you were kind of a migrant worker this year. <coughs> I was. I'm going to say that you played Texas Rangers more than any I other did. course. I played Texas Rangers Golf Club. That course is so good. Yes, it is. It really is. And I don't think that's going to upset Greg at all because it's a city of Arlington course. But we're at Tierra Verde. That's true. Bearing the lead. But An equally good course. I would however. probably say normally I'd play Tierra Verde more. Then I did. I played it once this year, but I, I moved my Arlington rounds over to Texas Rangers, that, which you shouldn't have to do because this is a really good golf course. I, I will tell you this. As an Arlington resident, this has been the best year for Arlington golf that I can remember. Tierra's in awesome shape. Lake Arlington's in awesome shape. The new Texas Rangers, it's a fantastic golf course. I mean, it's all, all the way around Arlington golf is fantastic. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? 
By the way, uh, I will be running a golf tournament for the Texas Junior Golf Tour out in Las Vegas. Okay, well, you shouldn't do that. Instead, you should come out here to Tierra Verde because they are having a Thanksgiving golf tournament. Really? Yes. How about that? On November 28th, fifty nine ninety nine a player. Kids under 17 play for just thirty nine ninety nine. Your green fee includes half cart, breakfast, two breakfast tacos, coffee, juice, and then as soon as the round is over, the golf course closes down. So you can get out here early in the morning, play a little golf, and then go do your uh, Thanksgiving There you go. Thing. By yeah. the way. Look it up. If Thank you, Danny. Uh, at 9.50, if you want to know our, our annual rankings came out for the best of public golf. They did. If you want to know where Rangers finished and Texas Tierra Verde finished, Eli is the guy who leads the charge now. He is the managing editor of the I Have a Golfer magazine, so he will we'll go through them, kind of give our ideas where why people were where they were. Some people moved up, some people moved down. Texas Rangers moved in. Yes, they did. They weren't there. so And rightfully uh, so. City of Arlington doing by the an way, awesome job this year. This segment is bl- uh, brought to you by Club Corp. They're one membership. You can uh, eat at half price across the world or the country. I don't think across they have anything outside the, the United world. States. <laughs> <laughs> they have some stuff in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I guess then technically, yes, across yeah. the world. Um, so uh, at 8.30, the, inter- the President's Cup picks have been announced. And a couple of surprising things, so we'll go through that. At 8.50, there was a rules. Um, this was a true brouhaha. Somebody called out some other professional players, and the way they reacted all, all the way around was startling to me. And I, I, I don't know if you've, if you've read up on this. You can read, in the, read it in the break, and, um, it, it, but we'll talk about it. It was pretty interesting. At 9.10, we're going to have Country Force Fake News by Samuel Hale. I can hear him vigorously preparing. Not even worried about right it. Now. I got this. Go. I got oh, this. He's, boys. Yeah, he's got it. All right. Okay. Like uh, at nine thirty, he uh, Rick pulled an audible on me, so we're going to have to figure out what you and I are going <laughs> to do. Rick called because... an audible on all of us today, Craig. Yeah. But <laughs> normally, so I did say that you know we do the run sheet and and I agree to it at about. Four o'clock on Fridays. He didn't just check down to Spider Two Y Banana. This is a full audible. We're going like just straight nine rounds. <laughs> so we're doing trivia. We are. That's what he says. And then we're well, hopefully doing. He's got questions. And we're doing news and notes. Um. Yeah, you can probably just crumble up that run sheet. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. And you know, sometimes golf is so stupid. I know, Rick. It, <laughs> you're exactly right. So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. But it is 8:22, and um, we have a couple birthdays to shout out. We do. Okay. One is my sister. All right. She's not listening. But How I, do you know? Because she's in London. Well, she still might be. It's only like five hours' time difference. Yeah, but I don't think she's ever listened. So why would she? Ever? St- no. Wow, that's no. not a very supportive sibling. Well, she doesn't live in town, and you know. But my parents are probably listening, and they're probably feeling good that I mentioned my sister on the air. Well, that's great. Happy and birthday, Craig's sister. What's what's your Jody. sister's name? What's her name? Jody. Jody. Happy birthday, Jody. She that's married, my cousin's name. She married Jeff Brody. Who's Jeff Brody? He's a doctor, but he her name is now Jody Brody. Oh, that's good. It rolls off the tongue. She goes through Jody that in Brody. life. It's like okay. 
And John Drago had a birthday. Did he yesterday. now? All right. The guy who runs the Nelson and uh, has stepped in for Rick in the past. Any Did relation to Yvonne Drago? I don't believe he's related to Yvonne Drago, no. No. They don't look Just the checking. same, that's for sure. No, they do not. And then one of our pals got married last week. Okay. Who's that? The Actually, two of them got married if you want to get technical. Really? Oh, yeah, well... Craig Miller got married. Yeah. And so did Davey Lane. Yeah. Which one were you saying was one of our pals? Neither. Well, you. I don't just, dislike either of them. Well, I like both of them. You just said one of our pals got married. Which one were you talking I about? I was talking about the greatness of Jeff Levine. Oh, okay. Who most people in the golf world would know because he's kind of like the grand poobah over at Arcus Golf. So three of our buddies got married so last three weekend. of our buddies got married. And uh, he went to Mexico. He's been and got married. Called me and said, yep, it's done. Like, nice. How about that? Pretty bitchin'. So pretty cool for Scale him. Scale of one to ten. Oh, he got kicked his coverage. Really? Yeah. I like that. I hope yeah. to be that guy one day. Yeah, he did good. He did good. She, uh, she's, she's a good girl. Cool. So good for him. Um, all right. So the Sorority Shootout was uh, Monday, and I had a side bet with the. So you had to buy a team, and you had celebrities, and you, you were know. one of them. <laughs> well. Yes. I mean, we're using the term celebrity loosely here. Yeah. There was a couple that were below me, but... Um, who are they? Do you know who Tyson Lamb is? Yeah, the putter guy. He does custom putters. Okay. Which are pretty awesome. Are they? Yeah. Have you ever been to his website? Boy, no. They're, they're expensive, too. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Have we done a story on them? We have not. And then somebody called Admin. Yeah, I don't think that's... <laughs> yeah. And then was me. Yeah. So... Uh, so uh, there were some some celebrities out there, and about a lot of guys from the ticket. But Tony Casillas won. Nice. You ever played golf with Tony? I have not. I used to play a lot of golf with. Tony. As a big Sooner fan, though, I'm a big Tony Casillas guy. Are you? Oh yeah. So Tony might have the smoothest swing for a big man you've ever seen. Really? Yes. Huh. And Tony, when he misses a putt and's losing five dollars to you, may get as violent. As anybody I've ever seen, too. I, I haven't played with him in about 15 years, but that's the way he used to be. Yeah, maybe he's toned and, down a uh, bit. But he's a really, really good player and uh, fun to play with. And he a won. Hell of a football player. I know that. He beat Barry Church by a shot. Barry Church, former Cowboys safety grade and Jacksonville Jaguars safety grade. Yes. and But he left after – he was in front of us. He left after four holes. Hmm. So he probably had not much to do with that win. He and had, then he had fulfilled that commitment and just uh, decided he was going to wave the white flag. Huh? Yes, tied for second, losing in a score part card playoff was none other than Rick Arnett. Oh, second place! So the format here was two best balls in a shamble. So just your celebrity didn't matter too much. Rick's an eight handicap. He was by far the worst player in his group. That's what he said. He yeah. told me on Tuesday, he said, man, I was with some real yeah. ringers. I was not. My my, I, But I finished fourth. We finished fourth. Yeah, well, that's good. So the highlight of my group was one of the guys in my group bought the Pat Green concert for $26,000 to be at his house. Thinking since I was part of this team, I get to be invited, don't you? Well, if you... Don't want to go? I'll I'll go. Will I'll, you? I'll You're like a big Pat. Pat I love Pat. Yeah, I've been listening to Pat for twenty five years. 
So, uh, so yeah, so the T-Box represented well. Pat can play a little bit, too. Can he? Yeah. I've never played with Pat. I never have played with him, but he was in the group right behind me at a uh, member guest over at Rivercrest in Fort Worth one time, and he looks like he can hit it pretty good. Okay, Pat Green tied for 11th with these teams. I'm going to mention one at the end, and we'll get through this. Um, hold on. It's re-doing re, uh, whatever it needs to do. All right, tied for 11th was... Well, it's scrolling. Yeah. It's not the greatest well, then why of why did you sites. just say scrolling? Donovan Lewis. Let me finish, dude. Pat Green. Emily Jones. Ah, oh, the great Emily. And tied for 11th, Todd Hamilton. Oof. Boy, Boy his, te- his team had to suck. Say, he must have been playing with some hacks. <laughs> I did see where he brought the uh, claret jug out for everybody, which is really cool. That is really cool. Really I like fun. Todd, man. He's a he's a good guy. When he the guitar player in Slayer, that he was not the guitar player <laughs> in Slayer, Danny. I did tell him. I did say to him. I saw him afterwards. Hey, Todd, I got a group. It's a kind of a big money group. I don't want to take you out there. And he, I said, and he said, Yeah, I don't think so. I said, What are you scared? He goes, No, I just don't want to be called a thief. Right. It's okay. Fair Sandbagger. enough. Sandbagger. So he goes out there and just. Fires a tidy little 67. Well, I'm a zero handicap. So, yeah. He's no, he's a plus five. So yeah. So, that'd be kind of cool. Anyway, I wouldn't do that to my friends either. I was just having fun. Well, you should. So, we had a good time. If you can, if you ever want to sign up for the free short, sh- Roy shootout, Whoa. they did <laughs> They did raise $61,000 for Man, that's pretty cool. Kids cancers and stuff and uh did a good job out there. So uh congrats to them and uh thanks for uh my buddy Bro who uh bought my team and the guys at Union Bear who bought my team. Is that really what team. you call him? Bro? I do. Ugh. Okay. He's a little old to be just labeled as bro though, isn't he? I mean I get it. Yeah, if you ever play my golf with bro guys. Well yeah, last year Sora shootout at Merido. Oh, okay. When the vodka started flowing pretty freely after we realized we were out of it. I had one of my buddies riding with bro this time, <laughs> and he looks at me and he says, boy, it just turns quick, doesn't it? You bet. <laughs> you bet. I said, try to spend four days with him in a member guest. It, it can start circling the drain pretty rapidly. But he's he's really fun. Oh, I thank no, for him. And he, it was a great time. So, great And uh, thanks for Mike, Mike and Cash, too. It was a great time. So, All right. That was all fun, and that segment was brought to you by... PGA Tour Superstores. Why not? Coming up next, it's President's Cup time. You excited? I'm not, but we don't have a golf tournament this week, so we got to talk about something, and we'll talk about President's Cup next. Let's do it. Is that my cue? Yes, that's exactly what that is. Might be the first time I've ever started to talk over the doors. This is the tee box. Yes, this is Craig. And not Rick. I have Eli Jordan with me. Rick is bolted after uh, after he got here. So hopefully whatever he's going through is okay. And um, you know my biggest critic is on the air? Who's that? My wife. Really? Yeah. She tells me, stop talking with a bunch of marbles in my mouth. <laughs> Amy's doing fine. And she only, she says, she only says that... Um, <laughs> <clears throat> when I do a live spot, she says, you're really actually not bad except when you do live spots and you you kind of rush through them. My wife. See, I feel like that's where you flourish. 
Really? In the live spot. Yeah. I could be wrong here. That you went know really the smooth the live spot. Was it? That went really I'm just, smooth. I'm I just glad, it was great. I'm just glad she listens because this may be in the last couple of months. is the first time. It's been 15 years since I've been on the air. And she listens every morning now, every Saturday morning. So it makes me happy that she listens. Well, so. hello, Amy. And by the way, Tuesday, I'll be officially married 31 years. Wow, congratulations. How about that? And here you are just wishing just spare people happy birthdays and stuff, and you're not even talking about your anniversary. Yeah, no. Well, last year was big. It was 30. Well, 31's equally large. Yeah. I feel like every one of them should be celebrated, Craig. Don't don't dismiss 31. Everyone except maybe number 17 was good. Why was 17 bad? I don't remember. (laughs) It was real rough. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna open that can of worms. No, but happy happy anniversary, buddy. Uh, Amy, I love buddy. You. I called her buddy. <laughs> Seriously, thirty one years and she gets a buddy. Yeah, she, yeah, she gets the love buddy. you, buddy. Yeah, it's like Corby talking to W. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'll stop now. I was trying. So how about that Union Bear Brewing, huh? Okay, <laughs> all right. Enough with the machine gun drops. Okay. President's Cup, are you dialed in? I am not dialed in. You no. going to be? Uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch some of it. Mainly because I love match play golf. I think it's, it's the most exciting format that you can watch. You know, anytime, you, anytime the United States is playing against the rest of the world, almost any sport I'll watch. Yeah, I agree. If they have women's water polo on, and it's the U.S. Okay. team, you wouldn't watch. I will. That. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I root for women's, the U.S. No well, matter what you'd it pull is. Pull for the United States, but I don't think you'd be searching through the guide trying to find women's water polo. No, but if it's the U.S. versus anybody, I'll stop down. So like, I'm not a soccer Olympic fan. Olympic water polo. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like, I, I'm not a soccer fan, and I'll never watch soccer on TV. It's just not my thing. Okay. I just don't like it. It's not my thing. I, and I understand. Look, I know people don't like up. I don't like soccer. It's a but if the U.S. was playing soccer, I'm in. Like the World Cup, you're tuned in. It, even if it's one of the, what do they call those fun games? They call them uh, friendlies. Friendlies. If it's a friendly, I'm in. Okay. If it's the U.S. playing anybody else. I respect so, that. And I'm the same way. I, like, I love the Olympics, and I'm the same way. I'll watch a United States friendly against, a, you know, Mexico or whoever. Yeah, I, I, I dig. So, I, I think if this were a Ryder Cup, the um, – the cho- choosing the four at-large bids for the U.S. would have been really, really good drama because you could have picked a lot of people, and mostly it was, does Tiger pick himself? And what were your thoughts on that? Well, you want, if, if you want me to be completely candid, the PGA Tour owns the President's Cup. The ratings go through the roof if Tiger plays. And I'm saying that probably the tour told him, if you're healthy, you're playing. You think so? No question. Man, I'm not so sure that Tiger doesn't have more pull than the PGA does. Oh, I think, he could have. I think Tiger said, you know what, I, I'm not feeling it. I don't he want to do have said, it. He I don't think said, they're going to lean on him and make him do it. He could have said, suck it. He could have said, I'm Absolutely, out. Absolutely, I agree. I, I, but I think, they said, I think they called him and said, look, if your knee's okay, if your oblique is okay, he said he had a – torn oblique if your oblique's okay come on we need you this would really be a, a nice kickstart for us yeah i mean there's no question that the the ratings definitely would flourish with tiger in the field as opposed to i mean who would have been the other 
potential candidates to take that spot. Well, I'll tell you the one that didn't make it. Well, I'll tell you the first. We'll say the ones who did make it on the U.S. side. It was uh, Tiger picked himself. Yes. Tony Finau. Love that pick. Yes. Gary Woodland. He's had a great couple of years. You know, they say he's like a one of the greatest guys. They just people like him. I, one of my good friends played in the Colonial Pro Am with him about four years ago. The nicest guy in yeah. the world. I mean, hear that all super, the time. Super engaging. He I did mean, that video with that little yes, girl with, with Down syndrome. Handicap girl, yes, that yeah, that made a par on sixteen. And I, I made a I made a triple on that hole one year. When I, it. <laughs> I just fired a hosel rocket that stuck right into a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And then uh, the the last one was uh, Patrick Reed. I, that that was the one pick for me that I was a little bit iffy on. I, He's had a really good match play record. He's very good when it comes to competitive golf, and he's he's one of the more fiery competitors that you'll ever see out there. I just yeah. I just don't know, man. It just seems to me like he there is the the ticking time bomb of him potentially just deep sixing the entire team because he is such a world class jackass. Yes, and, and yes. I, I just you don't know what to make of him because you want him on your team because he does have that competitive fire but at the same time you're like man there's a an equal chance that he could just come in there and everybody go man i, I don't want anything to do with that guy. i'm not going to play with him and he's ty cobb right yes. you know if you read anything I, about I think ty that's cobb, a fair comparison yeah yes and then, a but, hell of a player but, but i want him on my team he's a, just but, a world-class yeah. jerk i don't want to socialize with correct him. yeah no, i think that's a very fair so, comparison all right so who was left off and this is an interesting question because Brooks Kepka may or may not be able to play. Just had knee surgery. Yes. It's not going well. So there may be another spot open. I don't know, man. I might take Brooks Kepka on a peg leg over most guys. Though. <laughs> I'm telling Good you. Good point. So I, if the popular pick if Kepka can't go would be Kevin Kisner. Plays really well in the match play every year. Yes, he Got does. that fire in his belly. I was surprised. Very robotic. I mean, I, I yeah. like Kevin Kisner. I mean, I think he's a very, very good player. And he's had a good couple very years. Very well-liked guy. No question. And he's he's not a player that's going to just blow you away with his game. Like, he's not Brooke Kepka. Where, like, when you right. see him hit the ball, you just go, wow, look at this guy. Right. But but he gets it around good, man, and he scores and, and again, well-liked. I mean, he, he seems very – he seems almost – Mass produced to play in an event like this. Like yes. if you were to grow a guy in a lab that just stick him out there and say, "Hey, man, we're not looking for ratings. We're not looking for wow factor. We're looking for wins. We're looking for W's." Yeah. That that seems like a guy that would be tailor made and an underrated one. Not nobody's going to intimidate the other team. Just going to slide yes. in there and right. play. All right, the one guy who I was surprised isn't on there, and I think I'm the only guy who's this surprised is Ricky Fowler. You know, that is a little bit surprising. Now, he just got married. Yes. And he hasn't played all fall. Yeah. So, if you're Tiger and he says, hey, I need to see you guys do something, you know, we got a couple WGCs, we got a couple big events, we got that Zozo, who's got a huge strength of field that, by the way, I'm going to win. Let me see what you can do. And Fowler played in nothing. Got married. But I was a little surprised. I was a little taken aback. Like, you know, you... I, think if, I think if I'm getting hitched up with that girl, I think I might take a little time off myself. <laughs> I might take a little time off. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So I, He's a good player, though, but you're right. I mean, there is something to be said about – and it's kind of the age-old question. 
when it comes to basically any professional sport is having a long layoff good because you get recuperated, you get reinvigorated, you're rested, or is staying active a good thing because you're never off your game, you're never out of shape. You're, you know, I, I almost equate it to prize fighting or UFC or boxing. Guys that fight every two or three or four months, they're always in good shape, they never have downtime, they're always on their game, and they seem to perform better because of that. But at the same time, it's a sport where you get so beat up that yep. every now and again you need to take six months off because you know what? It lets your body recuperate and then you, they come back better. I think you need a break period. When my kid was a freshman in high school and I met with I met with his high school coach and I'd say and I'd say, All right, what do, what do I need to do? What's he need to do? And the first thing the coach said, and he was he really good coach because give him a break. Yeah. He needs some Just time. Give off. him a break. Yeah. He says you want him to, to love the sport and be excited about sure. playing and if you if you're playing year round in anything, it gets tiresome. Well, and and I and and to your point, I mean the, the season's year round now. Now that you've got a WGC in November, and you've got that Zozo, and you've got stuff coming up. Sure, and and, and not only that, but I mean you're talking about tournaments that are in the Far East, where it's yeah, I mean it's a world away. I mean, right. and, that, and that takes a toll. You're not on just you're all not, the travel. You're not going out to your backyard to right. Go you're play not your... you're not going to Hilton Head for a weekend. I mean, you're traveling 16 hours around the planet, and I mean, yep. there's I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into that as far as just being tired and jet lag and all the travel. And you know, right. I mean, and just being away from your own bed. I mean, I'm sure any professional athlete will tell you. Every now and again, it just feels fantastic to just be able to go back and park yes. in your own garage yes. and get in your own bed. All right, so um, Ernie Els picked his four. Tell me if these guys scare you. Jason Day, which it's in Australia, so you always been a hell of a player. Joaquin Neiman, yeah, solid. Sung J M, couldn't tell you the first thing about him. He is a gym rat, the equivalent of a gym rat in golf. He plays every So week. he's the anti-Kiradek Epi Barn rat. He plays every time he can. If he, if, Not out there just blowing vape clouds all over no, the place. No, he is. He, I think he played 31 events last year. Man. He's just playing. And then um, this guy's kind of like their version of Kevin Kisner, Adam Hadwin. I, I'm familiar with him. Don't know a lot about him, but, yeah. He shot uh, 59 at that. Uh, he shot a 59. That's all you got to uh, say. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter where it was. And so it could um, have been here at Tierra Verde. That's very impressive. Look at you tying that in. That's pretty good. That's why you're a radio professional. That's correct. You should let me. I'm start not doing sure some that's correct. Yeah, okay, Norm, that is correct. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so um, I'll be tuned in just because I'm going to watch the U.S. But I'm not. I, it just seems like it should be such a route. It's not Ryder Cup for me, but I definitely will watch it because I really, really enjoy it. And don't ever say that the U.S. should win in a route because they have a they have a real, real problem with these team events because in the United States, and this, this is across the board as far as sports goes, it's so individualized in the United States versus abroad. If you watch the Ryder Cup, the U.K. and, like, that European team, they are so galvanized as a unit. And if you watch the American team, they seem so hell-bent on being individual players. And they're, and they're groomed that way. Right. I don't blame them for right. it because they're groomed that way starting at age four now. Right. But right. I would never say that, you know, this is going to be a layup for the United States. It should be a layup for the United States. But <coughs> Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. And Ernie, I mean, here's the thing. Ernie L's against uh, Tiger. You know, kind of two really good. Oh, players. absolutely. I mean, a couple of I'd guys love, that were at the top of the top of the universe. For you know, a while. and we got to go, but um, I, I the Presidents Cup will never be a Ryder Cup. No. So I always think they should trick it up. Like the captain should have to be the final match. Sure. Or something, but you yeah, know, I'd be down for that. Or play like a like a nine hole one club. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. All right. Well, that that uh, segment was brought to you by. How about this? The city of Arlington, the Texas Rangers, Sierra Verde, and Lake Arlington. All your favorites. Hey, you can play four for the price of three today at Texas Rangers Golf Club, and you're not going to beat that deal because Texas Rangers, it's a, pre, it's a premium course, and they don't discount. Get out to Texas Rangers. It is a fantastic golf club. You will absolutely love it, I promise. I'm putting my full celebrity endorsement behind Texas Rangers Golf Club. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Coming up next, there was a rules violation. It it was a it just it, it went to Twitter and it, it it didn't go very well and for either side and we'll tell you why next. Origin Bank brings you this segment. It's the T Box. And uh, no Rick Arnett today. He's out taking care of family or doing whatever he's doing. And uh, left us in a lurch. But I have whoa, whoa. Uh, hold on. Whoa. I have the the ticket six man and ultimate consummate pro- professional Eli Jordan. You know, I feel place. like Ryan Medlin may have taken over that role. For the longest time, I, I would agree with you. I was the all hands In on case deck. of emergency anytime break you need glass. me, I'll be there. Yeah. Well you have a real job now. I mean, I mean not a, I'm let's say this. You have a real – I mean, you have a lot of response. You run the magazine. I, I do. It I, is your job. You run the magazine. I, agree. I look at you and I say, when you need me, call me, but it's your – that's your baby. Absolutely. And so, you, you know, you have a lot of moving parts. You can't just pop no, in and go anymore. So You're, you're not wrong. Th- that you're is wrong. true. So. But when when there's an emergency, I'm happy to fill in yes. if it's within 15 minutes of my house. So thanks for that. <laughs> By the way, I got, a, I got a text from my wife. She said, I love you too. Bud. My wife. <laughs> yeah, you're in the doghouse, Chief. I don't think so. But she knows that I'm not very good at this. So. <laughs> buddy. Drop hey, buddy. at uh, 9-10, we will have uh, Country Force News. Fake news. Country fake, Force fake news. Fake news. Which... Hosted by Samuel Hale. So, uh, Are you prepared there, Samuel? Oh, we are always prepared, Eli. Okay. And All at 9-30... Right. We will go through the annual rankings in the Avid Golfer Best of Public Golf, which uh, Eli wrote. I'm not so sure we should bump Tierra up a spot or two after looking at the conditions out here. Looks pretty good. Well, number Doesn't 10 it? is looking salty. Look at that tee box. It is just bright green. Everything's so green still. Yeah, I guess it might be a little bit of overseed on the tees, though. Oh, okay, all but, right. You don't have to dismiss it. I was trying to hype no, I'm saying, up here. I like it when they overseed it. I it do does too. look they, it does yeah, frame it, it pretty looks well. Great. You know, it, it, there is something just a little bit off, though, about when you see just like the bright green and then everything else is slowly kind of yeah. going dormant. But it's a good look. And all the leaves are changing and everything. It's a great time of year to play golf, and it's a good yep. day for it. Not much, There is not a breath of wind out there. This is scoring conditions, Craig. Scoring chilly. conditions. Ball won't fly, but it's... Well, that's true, but just add an extra club. That's yeah. easy. By the way, we are going to probably order some breakfast after this break. Okay. We're here till 1030. Might as well. The Ventana Grill, man, I'm telling you. They knock yep. it out of the park out here. Yep. See, this is why... 
This is what the rest of the advertising world is missing out. Eli's pretty darn good at pimping up some uh, some advertisers, and Country Force doesn't have any. This is a place that I'm passionate about. I love Tierra Verde so. and the city of Arlington. And Greg Durrani, awesome people. There you go. That's a personal endorsement. He's going to have City of Arlington on his sweatshirt. Just trying week. to get some free golf out of this deal, Craig. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we did have a rules violation. We've had some crazy rules violations recently. Always just, with, just, the, with the game just, of golf, it never it never ends. But this one um, was weird because Christina Kim, who's a little fire plug, she's on the LPGA, and she was in the whatever the Q school is for them or whatever. Started the tweet, yes, I had to call in a rules violation. I I had to do it. I had to protect the field. I saw it. It was wrong. I just needed to do it. And she tweeted maybe 15 times in a row about what she did and how sorry she was, but she had to do it. She's not going to say what it was or who it was because they're really good people and they probably didn't mean it, but I had to still call it out. Okay, so, so let me ask you this. If you're trying to anonymously call in a rules violation – other than just pure self-promotion, why do you go to Twitter and rip off a 15-tweet thread about why you did this? Why, just keep it anonymous. Oh, I don't disagree. I mean, it, but it did. But it was almost calling. Atten- it is calling attention to yourself, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. I'm totally I, fine with her calling out the rules violation. Right. I get it. That's fine if she wants to do that. But what what purpose does it serve other than us talking about it? Right. To go to Twitter, what what purpose does that serve? So what happened was uh, these two golfers, professional golfers, Kendall Dye and Dewey Weber. Dye motioned to Weber's caddy to ask about a club choice during round six of the LPGA Q, Q series. So there's a rule against giving advice to other players. Soliciting shot. Or club selection advice, absolutely. When Jordan Spieth was a high schooler, he got a two-stroke penalty because he was on a tee once. And I'm probably getting the story a little bit wrong, but they were it was windy day, and he hit first, and then everybody else was wondering what to hit, and he just said, "Well, that was a that was a pretty solid five iron that I just hit." Got hit with a two-shot penalty for that. And I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how often I am in violation of this. Similar situation happens all the time where you're, let's say, a par three and the wind's blowing into you 20 miles an hour and you've got 160 yards. And you're, okay, well, I'll hit a I'll hit a six. You stomp a six and it comes up 20 yards short. And you're like, man, I, I just, boy, I pured that six. I can't tell you how many times I've said that. I would be in violation of this rule probably three times around. So if you were playing professionally you and you knew the rules. I'm not. You would temper that comment because you don't want those strokes. You well, would think, yeah. The fact that they didn't—they swear they claimed Die and Jacqueline Schramm, Weber's caddy, said they did not know signaling for a club was against the rules, while Weber was unaware that the violation took place. So Weber said, "I, I knew the rules, but I didn't—I wasn't aware they were doing it." Die and Weber's caddy said, "Yeah, we didn't know that rule." They are professionals. They've been professionals for a long time. She, Kendall's been a professional for 10 years. How, how do they not know that rule? They know the rule. So, Christina and Kim. I'm just looking at Kendall die, by the way. Man, not bad. It's cute. Shh. Sh- 
Christina got on, got on, uh, responded on the Golf Channel and kind of said, look, I reported the violation and she was criticized. So Kendall Dye, who, um, you're right, not bad, took offense to it. So Kendall Dye says, during Kendall the, Dye also, Sooner Girl, Oklahoma products. During the sixth round, I flashed three fingers at a caddy confirming a club selection of another player. Could have walked, walked two steps over to the bag to find out this information. That is very true. Absolutely. It is a violation. You can walk over and look. And you see can, what club's not in their bag. Or you can just straight look down at their club and see what it is. Yes. Or if they're holding it. Yeah, that's not a violation at all. I could have walked two steps over to the bag to find this information. However, I did not know that was an infraction. I take 100% responsibility for the infraction and shame on me for not knowing. I have played professional golf for 10 years and have, have seen this done thousands of times between players and catters, caddies. Cue more criticism. Of course, because, because the Rob- unwashed masses now, everybody has to chime in. So Robert Damron says the fact that she said she's seen this thousands of times is a crazy statement. Former uh, Nelson champion Robert That Damron. is correct. All right. See, look at me. With a little bit of gray I spot in his hair, which maybe, makes me uh, uncomfortable. Maybe 2002-ish. I ain't, I ain't going with that. All right. So he says... I think she's confusing the fact that a caddy may flash a number to a spotter or a cameraman or one of the on-course reporters what they're hitting, but it's no way directed at the other players. No way did one of the other players ask them, tell me what you hit just there, which is Ooh. allegedly what they did. Man, I was close. 2001. Good for you. So <laughs> so dismissive. He was, well, like somebody, <laughs> besides John Drago, I think anybody, and Robert Dameron's parents... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here you are giving Rom Rom. So, so Dameron Dameron says, the Kendall says, Kendall says she's been a pro for 10 years. Not knowing this rule, this isn't one that's buried in the rule book. But Jeff Shackleford um, agreed with him and said, hey, that's crazy. But Golf Channel's Lisa Cornwell came to Dye's defense and said she, she hasn't justified anything. She took responsibility. And by the way, this happens every day on every tour in professional golf. Players and caddies give hand signals and club selections to on-course analysts. To on-course analysts, not to other caddies. Well, you know, I do feel like there's probably a bit of a gray area here. Other than PGA Tour, where there are cameras everywhere, right. in an OPGA event, the media is probably not as prevalent. I feel like this probably does happen quite a bit more than you think on – say, the Corn Ferry Tour, the LPGA Tour, where there aren't as many cameras or people watching. And, you know, rules officials on the PGA, they're everywhere. They're all over the place. I mean, you can't, right. go, you can't go 10 feet without running into a rules official or some sort of marshal or somebody that's watching. Right. LPGA, I bet they probably do uh, thousands of times, a bit of hyperbole, but I, I'm guessing that it happens more frequently than you would think. Hmm. I'm saying it ain't – on the PGA Tour, you know, like you said, if this ain't ever happening because no. they're getting called on it right away because there's too many people around. Yes. So, and, and look, well, they, there's people watching on TV that will call but in. But here's the thing. Know? They've all played in major events, too. They, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Look, I knew the rule. Yeah. Clearly it's a rule. So, I don't know. But it was interesting because Christina Kim did get hammered a little bit on it, and I 
thought it was, you know, you're protecting the field. You need to do oh, that. Oh, no, and, and there are situations, and I would like to say that I would be the nice guy out there and just say, I don't worry about it, you know. But, All right, real quick, let me ask cutthroat. you. If you were Christina Kim, if what I would have done, and I did this in the member guest a couple times when I saw rules and fractions, I said, hey, hey look. You, Snitches get no, stitches, Craig. This is what I did. I went to the person who violated, and I said, look, just FYI, yeah. you can't do that. Just right. for next time, sure. you can't do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I'm not going to call you on it, but you better be careful for the next guy you play with. Because somebody eventually will. Yes. And then there'll be a fist fight. Yes. No, you're right. And that's how I handle it myself, but, you know. And I'm probably wrong. I'm not protecting the field. A rule's a rule. But, you know, and that's fine if it's a, a member guest or whatnot. I understand there are some big money member guests out there where that can be an issue. But for the most part... We're not out there playing for our professional lives. No. These guys or girls, or what, they're out there and they're playing. I mean, every shot matters. I mean, it really does. I mean, yeah. every shot is can potentially be on the PGA hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. On the LPGA can be tens of thousands of dollars. On the Corn Ferry can be thousands. Of, I mean, it's these are yeah. very, very important infractions. And if you're breaking the rules, somebody should call you on it. I don't agree with calling someone on it and then immediately jumping on Twitter and Telling everyone what a saint you are for doing so. That's a little that, off. That I seems agree. to me like self-promotion, but mm-hmm. I digress. Okay, we got to go because the next segment we need extra special time because coming up next, we have fake country force news. Country force. How, you're letting me. Help me I'm out here. I'm trying to let you die on the vine <laughs> so it'll be in our open next week, but. <laughs> It's con- fake- Country Force Fake News. Country Force next. Fake News brought to you by Sam Hale. Next. Wow, we're sticking with the Doors thing today. Like you it. said you had never done a return to the Doors. So well, if you really want to impress me, going. So my favorite band growing up was Little Feet. You don't even know who they are, do you? Big fan of Little Feet. It was my biggest, it was my favorite band of all time. I mean, I'm not familiar with their entire catalog, but and I've definitely heard of them. This week... Their lead guitarist and current lead singer Paul Barrera passed. Oh man, that's a bummer. So you could have impressed me by doing all Little Feet returns, but probably wouldn't have any listeners. Hey, at least either. at least the band that you really enjoyed growing up, at least their lead singer made it into like his what seventies. He was seventy-one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was a big Stone Temple Pilots guy whenever Oops. I was an adolescent. So hoops. Yeah, mine dropped on me. But like, the guy who replaced <laughs> him sounds just like him. Looks exactly yeah. like him. Well, what's replacing? It's not the right? same thing, though. It's not the same yeah. thing. It's like they went yeah. through Scott. Chester and who's are they on a third guy now? That oh, looks yeah. like him, you and, said? and the new guy, literally, it's like he's almost like he's acting. Like I think he purposefully alters his voice to sound like him and dances like him. It's it's weird. It's like if they did hologram Scott Weiland up there. It's Is it like really the dude um, who's the front man for Journey now? Sounds exactly yes. like the old guy. Well, except like, isn't, it, dead isn't the guy on. for Journey and he like an Asian guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's from the Philippines. Philippines. Yeah, yeah. He just sounds exactly like exactly the original like singer. Him. Yeah, the new STP guy. I mean, he does an awesome job. Like I saw him about a year ago, year and a half ago, and I mean, it was it was a good show. But it's just, nah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's no. not Scott I went all strung out, Scott up there yelling into his megaphone and being all weird. And <laughs> it's not the same. Well, anyway, rest in peace, Paul Barrera. and Scott Weiland. And Scott Weiland. He's been gone a while though. Yeah, like five or seven and Chester. Years. If we're talking about Stone Temple, oh yeah, that's a totally different animal there though. Um, so here's the thing: before we get to Sam Hale and this. Uh, great segment that we're going to do we have nothing for the 10 o'clock half hour to between the 10 10 30 tweet us at 
Have it golf for 98 or the Eli Jordan at the, at the Eli Jordan. At yeah. the Eli Jordan. Let us know what you want us to talk about. I'm sure these answers will be very mature. Yeah, they will. <laughs> You're on the golf show, dude. It's not like it's, you know. Are you gay? No. Uh, okay. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I'm not real sure yeah, got that drop. We'll, uh, you know, we'll do whatever talk you want, but, but tweet us and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. All right, so we're going to talk about whatever Danny Salazar wants to talk about because he's going to be the only or one that responds. Miss Rachel Carter. Yeah, Rachel Texas Carter. Or Nate Hamilton. Maybe Huey or, White will wake you know, up. I haven't and... got anything from Nate this morning. Yeah, you did. I First did? thing, yeah. At least I did. Oh, yeah, all right. There he is, 54 minutes ago. Yeah, so, yeah. So, hi, whoever you are. That's right. What's up, buddy? Um, all right, without further ado, how do we introduce? Do we have it a big... is 920 on the ticket. You we are have fake big news. Hello, golf. And with that, Here's we now it. take you to in-studio reporter <laughs> Samuel Hale and Country Force T-Box Fake News. I have, Samuel. I feel very honored at the moment to be doing this this fine segment on this fine radio show. Hey, let's be honest. This has been a patchwork presentation at best, and you're just along for the ride. We're all I'm just not along sure for that's the ride correct. with Craig here. Hey, it's a lazy river of radio. We're just taking <laughs> it where it goes. You, uh, Poor Kern and Craig thought they were going to broadcast at a high level today, and we have just shot the wheels right off this thing. Well, now you, except for making me hang out on the last segment, you've been... Hey, that that has to happen once a show with you. <laughs> you should be used to it after 20 years. Yeah. It's a staple. All right, so uh, um, take it away. <laughs> All right, let's go to Arizona, gentlemen. Awatuki, Arizona, the story of Peggy Hogan. Oh, Awatuki. We have a, we do an ideal golfer at their course yes, there. Yes, we do. Awatuki. Oh, good. Do you know yeah, Peggy Hogan? See how it comes full circle? Yeah. Always promoting for That's you, right. Greg. That's Always awesome. promoting. I need a bonus. <laughs> yeah, give Eli a bonus. That's my contribution so far. But no, uh, so you both are homeowners, correct? Yes. Yes. So Peggy Hogan is also a homeowner, and she's been living in Arizona for about a year or so. But she's had a bit of a problem. Byron's wife in her? I think Nelson, Peggy Nelson. Yeah, oh, not, yeah this is not Peggy Nelson. Of the two. <laughs> no, dumbass. <laughs> this is going great so far. Sorry, we keep stepping on you. All right, tell us about Peggy Hogan. Yeah, so Peggy Hogan has been living in Arizona for about a year, but she has a problem. She keeps waking up to finding dog poop in her front yard. And that's annoying for her because she doesn't, you know, she walks her dogs around. She picks up the, the excrement, and what she would else? like other people to do the same. So first, she took the step of putting out a sign. Hey, please be careful with your dogs, you know. Yeah. Show some respect, you filthy animals, literally, Pick in this case. Pick up the do. Yeah, it's not that hard, really. And It does kind of suck, though, when you're carrying around that little bag. and. Oh, it's no fun, but it's the responsible thing to do, being an adult. It is. Well, the sign didn't work. Especially when it's on somebody else's yard. Oh, yeah. of course. That's yeah, just absolutely. disrespectful. Yeah. So when the sign doesn't work, her and her husband come up with an idea. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put mouse traps on the front yard. Oh, no. Now, a neighbor... Try, trying a, to capture the dog's foot. Well, they're just trying to you know send a message here. And Kevin Nagley was walking his dog, and his dog accidentally stepped on one of these mouse traps, And that's where this dispute started. Sure. And this is obviously not the culprit of the doo-doo. No, this is not the doo-doo cu- culprit. It's a totally separate dog. But uh, she, this gentleman walked into the yard. This happened, and this is what drew the ire. Uh, Miss Hogan said, quote, it needs to stop. We are tired of it. We get cigarette butts thrown in our yard and the dogs. Uh, and she's talking to a TV station. And she falls up with, this, can I say crap? Uh, and then he goes, I guess they are too damn lazy to pick up after their dogs. 
now, the neighbor whose dog was actually afflicted by the mousetrap agreed that the problem of the dogs was something that needed to be addressed, but overall was not a huge fan of his dog stepping in the mousetrap. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be either. Yeah. I'm just out walking my dog. Like, I, I take my dog for walks, and he's a basset hound, so of course he wants to sniff everything. Every mailbox, every curb, right. every pile of leaves. So something There's else something going is, on. Is something else ha- did something else happen? As far as like, this is the end of the story. Yeah. So like the the mouse trap has seemed to have brought a head to this <laughs> that brought the story to to a conclusion. Uh, but this is an, another so just a, like a fist fight or like no nobody started. They put any hands. cheese in the no uh, mouse trap? Or anything? No, there's no cheese at least that I'm aware we of. We really Jay. needed some sort of violent payoff on this. I wanted to. I wanted this to end like the Popeyes chicken sandwich fiasco. Where somebody gets where stabbed. Yeah, throwing like an entire barrel of iced tea on an employee or something. Well, if you'd like some violence, then please let's go to Lake Ozark, Missouri. Oh, then. let's do that. That's a great segue. Uh, tell you a, sto- a little story about Mont Hardcastle, which is a great name. Uh, it, the, that is a great name, isn't it? What's the TV show? Hardcastle and McCormick. Ozark. Isn't that a, t- a sh- TV show or a, a Netflix show? Yes, I've it been is. watching Ozark. that. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, Ozark's not yeah. bad. Jason so, Bateman. So, Mont Hardcastle is the manager of a bar and grill across the street from a store called My Dream Angels, you might imagine. That is an adult store, gentlemen. Sounds like a place where Robert Kraft would go for a massage. Uh, I don't know if he can get massages there, but apparently he can get several other things there. But uh, the key thing here is they've got a lot of those big windows out front, and they've got lingerie being modeled by mannequins out there. You've driven by these establishments. I have. You've seen that at times. Crazy. Never had headed to one right after we get off the air today. <laughs> Fantastic. Which one? Uh, let's not. Uh, we're not going to. We're not going to promote them. Okay, but. that's fair. That's fair. Use so, your imagination. So anyway, uh, Mr. Hardcastle is working Saturday night at Marty's Birds Bar and Grill across the street. And he saw a gentleman banging on the windows across the street, and he goes, "Well, that's odd." So he told his his bartender, "Hey." Go ahead and call the cops. I'm going to go look and see what this gentleman is doing. Because he's like both fists beating on the glass. Go away, bang. I, I feel like we're using the term gentleman pretty loosely here. If yeah. It's a guy bashing on the front window of a porn store after midnight. Yeah. That's fair. So uh, this gentleman, who name is James Isaac Short, uh, when when Mr. Hardcast went over there and said, hey, buddy, what's, uh, what's going on? Uh, he said that the mannequins were telling him that they needed to be let out or something. Hmm. So uh, apparently the mannequins were talking. To Mr. I think Short. there might be some like, who is it? Who spice is it? consumption or something going on. Maybe some uh, bath salts. Was who was this a bath qu- salts guy? Who was the quarterback who was hearing ghosts in his head? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah. We yeah. I don't, seeing ghosts. Oh, seeing ghosts. Yeah. yeah. So basically, which just basically means I'm not feeling the blitz presence. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I don't think this <laughs> or guy had any blitz talking to me. Yeah. He may have been blitzed, but I don't think he was feeling blitz presence. Anyway, so after the uh, Hardcastle confronts him. Uh, Short jumps on a nearby bench and starts kicking the windows, eventually shattering them. And at that point, uh, Hardcastle jumps on him, uh, pulls him out of there, and then two other bartenders come out and sit on the gentleman's legs until police arrive. Uh, This gentleman is now facing property damage and burglary charges because he caused well over a grand damage, destroying one window, lighting, and a security camera. Did the mannequins make it? I believe the mannequins did not get pulled out of the place, unfortunately. But uh, Mr. Short is being spending his day in the Who's Gal for this. This sounds some like windows. something that could possibly be Jaegermeister fueled. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask this question: Who at the ticket is most likely to do this? Hmm, well, that's a good question. We're weekend guys. I I wouldn't know. 
Saroy. It has to be Saroy. Yeah. I think he's the he, only one that would consume enough alcohol to potentially do this. I don't think he would, but he'd have to be the, the odds-on favorite because I feel like if there is anyone that's going to get blacked out and try and go through the front window of a pornography shop, it would probably be Mike. Yeah, I feel like with John Fahey gone, this is the – Saroy oh, has become the yeah, default candidate. Sure. It would have like, definitely been Fahey before. Yeah. And uh, we've got time for one more quick story here. So I want to leave you on a positive note. Uh, some, yeah. some charity work in San Antonio here in the great state of Texas. So out in San Antonio, there's there's a charity drive to support women's health. Uh, this group starting uh, this week and going through September, th- uh, sorry, December 3rd, is asking for donations of new and unused menstruation products, tampons, Ooh. things of that Whoa. nature. I smell okay. fish. Wait, a new... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did That's they really bad. did they really need to stipulate that it was new and unused? Hey, you know that they have because they probably have been given used products before, there's I'm no, guessing. There's no possible way. That's the only anyone, reason you would state that though, wouldn't it? There's a that. there's a reason for every rule. Why well, I'm regretting doing this segment so much. Yeah, this is all your fault. But no, so but this is a good thing. You know, you these products are really expensive. You didn't have faith in me to come up with my own material, so we yeah, <laughs> yeah, had the, to farm it out, and this is what you get. I mean, it's a, I wanted to bring awareness to this group doing a well, very good thing. This stuff is doing yeoman's work there. Now, uh, I should note that the organization that's doing this is the San Antonio chapter of the Satanic Temple, uh, and they have a name for this charity drive uh, that amused Jay greatly when I read it to him off the air. Uh, they launched this week the Men Straighten with Satan charity drive to bring all these products to, uh, to to San Antonio women. They'll be donating to, name. Yeah, to women's shelters and things like that. In fact, their quote is wonderful here. Uh, men Straighten with Satan is a campaign that aims to make menstruation products available to all people in need, especially those who may not be able to afford them without assist, assistance. Oh, well, I mean, they're, they're really doing the Lord's work over Pretty there. Pretty bitching. Yeah, I, I think, you know, they get a bad rap, those Satanists in this case. And I think... You know, with with programs like menstruating with Satan, they can turn the tide here. See, I feel like I feel like you you only did this story so you could potentially get a drop with what you just said. I mean, if it if it happens, it happens. I'm okay. just trying to bring awareness here. There are ulterior motives here, Sam. We know. But anyway, that's your country force fake news what here on the T box. What a job you have done, sir! Congratulations. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> Craig does not seem convinced. You want to run that's this back at ten ten too? Sounds like you need some more content. That's what you say, OTO. Hey, speaking of. Charity, Craig. Did you oh. know that if you bring three canned goods to any Arlington Golf facility in November, from November 1st to the 26th, you get a 20% discount on your round of golf? And that's a good thing because after that segment, we'll probably never come back to the city of Arlington Golf Courses ever again. What's up, Tierra Verde? <laughs> All right, let's get back to golf. The First off, if you do have something you want us to do on the 10 o'clock hour or half hour that we have, we're taking solicitations. Tweets are rolling in. At AvidGolfer98 or the Eli Jordan, we'd love to get a, the right thing. We're going to do something fun. All right, gonna hey, be, we actually do have a, a couple of a uh, couple of good ideas. Okay, we'll here read so them far. up. Ne- we'll read them out at, at right right before ten o'clock and decide. But coming up next, we're going to go through our rankings this year for the best of public golf because it just came out and Eli was the author. Next, so that's good producing, board operating, whatever. Right there, we get a little little feed just on the return. That's just well, I feel like awesome. Uh, Jay is he's kind of both today. Doing the board and producing. I tend to 
give him the title of both whenever there's no producer. You're running the board. I think you can get that title as well. You know, I didn't think anybody could re- could replace Dave Wilson. Yeah, he was our he was our board op slash producer for 12 years. Yeah, hell, he, I think he did our show for a good year and a half. I yeah, think. he's been gone. What about a year now, probably? I mean, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still with us. <laughs> he's no longer at the ticket. Still here. Yeah. Yeah. Physically. But, uh, not well in the studio, done. but still here with us. Well done. Yes, well correct. done there, Jane. You did do their most popular song, so that was good, too. But well done. I hadn't heard any of them before, and I pulled it up. I was like, I feel like some Grateful Dead feelings in here. Like, I hear that vibe, it's, and then all of a sudden, like, it was right there on recommendations. The next song's a Grateful Dead one. Well, they, yeah, they were a little bit more blues rock than, uh, they're a little bit more upbeat than, than the Grateful Dead to me, but I didn't really love the Grateful are you, Dead. Are you a blues guy? You like yeah. blues? Blues rock. Yeah, me too. And southern rock. I like I think, southern rock. You know, everybody always says, like, what's the one artist, like, alive or dead, that you would, you know, cut off your big toe to go see? Like, who's yours? Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin? Like, I mean, full cause, Zeppelin? Because like, that's, that's one group I never saw in concert. Yeah, that's probably the one in my years that I didn't see. I didn't see The Who. I wasn't a big, huge, huge Who fan, but we were going to go last. <laughs> <laughs> but we were going to go, and they canceled the concert. But Led Zeppelin, right? I mean, she's yeah, in my Zeppelin's age group. has got to be up there. Yeah. I think for me, the... Is Stevie Ray? I would absolutely have loved Stevie, to have seen my, Stevie Ray Vaughan. My, you and my wife were very compatible music-wise. Really, she was a huge STP fan too. Yeah. So uh, mine was yes, uh, she, the Eagles, but I got to see them in 2013 with their full lineup before uh, Glenn passed, which yeah, was really. I cool. saw Eagles maybe in about 2002 or three at uh, Verizon. I guess it was Nokia everything I time, thought it would but, be. Yeah, yeah, no, it was great, and I'm not a huge Eagles guy, but boy, they were good in concert, man. And just, I mean, just seeing Joe Walsh just get up there and just absolutely murder that axe, dude. I'm telling you. I do wish I could have seen better than that. Felder and Walsh go at it. Yeah. Because that's, that's sweet. Mm. We, uh, I don't remember what I was going to okay, say. Okay. All right. Well, we're at Tierra Verde today, Thank you. Greg. Thank you. And, and of course, looks like it's in fantastic shape. I actually just picked up a game out here. Who knew? That's right. You're going to play at 11 o'clock. So, with, the, uh, with the great Dr. Pilon just walked in and now said, Now you hey, have a, you you're excited play. to. I got something to do this Saturday afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fantastic. So I'm going to get to play Tierra, and it looks like it's in great shape. Leaves are changing colors a little bit. It's very picturesque, Craig, today. Okay, so at 9.50, we're going to read out the – what? Why are you shaking your so head? So dismissive. You're just so dismissive. All right, so full disclosure, I'm a little stressed. I'm trying to run a show here, and I don't – A, if ever Rick's you not should here, relax. Rick will give me a month notice. Just so you know – I feel like in, I'm doing a fine job. You're the one that's all uptight over there. February, I'm, I'm very well, relaxed. I had some biscuits and gravy, and now I'm feeling great. <laughs> Playing golf. Yeah. yeah. We just listened to some really bad fake news. It probably was wow. never been done on the God. Last time I did anything for you, Craig. Do that Thanks. To poor Samuel. Well, after I, he's trying to help us out, and no, you I, just lifted your leg and just urinated all over it. it was, I'll <laughs> never forget that. I may forgive wow. it, but I will never forget. <laughs> It was, I mean. I mean, you want to do better next time, I'll hand the segment off to you, and you can go find the stories and do the hard work. I mean, that's fine. You're the professional. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. See, this is what we need to be doing right here. This couple over here, we got a little Mimo there, a little Bloody Mary there. Yeah. See, they're they're knocking it out of the park, man. Yeah. Well, they missed menstrual talks. Whoa. 
<laughs> oh my god! All right, things. All right, so so at nine fifty, yeah. Exactly. If you want to, we're gonna yeah. let the yeah, let's P, reset. We're gonna let the P ones decide what we do in the ten o'clock <laughs> well, hour. Boy, so we'll read out we'll that. read out options and we'll see if which what we all three, me, you, and Jay think will be will be best. <laughs> so you're not even gonna get Sam's vote. Sam is no longer included. <laughs> I mean, I'll just not show up to work and see how that goes. We've seen how that goes. Well, not for you per that's se, true. but yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I love you, Sam. Tierra Verde's not that far. I can come down there after we get done here. You play golf? No, no. That's not what I'm coming down there for. Oh. So, our November Avid Golfer Magazine, Craig. Yes, we do the best of public rankings. Best of public golf rankings every year. It's always been a threesome of me, Rick, and whoever's running the magazine at the time who figures out the rankings. Probably a poor way to say that, but fair. Why? It's always been a threesome. It's like it's always you no know, like a nice meeting of the three of us. Get your mind out of the gutter. Well, okay, it's not I mean, ten o'clock yet. It's still it's, golf. It's nine forty-three. It's close <laughs> enough. And so, um, so we've been doing this for twenty-two years. We've been doing our rankings for twenty-two years, and we are we we are as honest as we can be. We try to do everything as unbiasedly as possible. If we and we argue, try to see as many of these courses as we yes. can as well. Have you played more golf this year than any other time in your life? This year, you know, at the beginning of the year, I I told myself I wanted to play 50 rounds this year, and I think I'm at about 41, 42-ish, something like that. I'm We're say, running out of time, but. I'm going to say you're you're past that. I, I looked not too long ago. See, and but you're operating on the assumption that whenever I go out to look at these courses, like I'm playing the entire, this is only if I play full the rounds. entire full okay. round. Like I've played nine, probably 10 or 15 other times. So if you add all those together, then yes, right. I'm probably well over 50 rounds. Right. But. So you are going to be 43 this afternoon. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And we will tell you that <clears throat> you will be playing on the Fort Worth, the West side of town. You we are on the West side of town. The today. number eighth ranked course this year. And I got to tell you, man, uh, Tierra being ranked number eight for as good a shape as it has been in this year. I mean, it's almost the courses on the west side this year were so hyper competitive. Every single one of them that I saw was in awesome shape. All of them. And I think we I I think that we gave Tierra Verde a little bit room to grow because we know they're redoing their bunkers next year. Yeah. And so they're they're. You know, they kind of put a lot of their resources into getting the Rangers Golf Club open. Oh, no question, yeah. And um, so I think we just gave them a little room to grow, but one of our favorites. Um, number one this year overall, as uh, has been since it opened, is uh, Cowboys Golf Club. You know, for the first time in a long time, though, I feel like it was very competitive for that top spot. It was very competitive, but they were still even money favorites. Oh, there's they no weren't the one to nine favorite as they have been in the fat yeah. in the past. But uh, you know the food service out there, the golf course. I mean, everything out there is still still top notch. Yeah, you're not just playing a good golf course. The food, the food's great. Yeah. The clubhouse is great. I mean, just the the overall aesthetic of everything. Whenever you pull onto that property, right? Still the gold standard. So I'm gonna give you the top five on each side. Okay, let's do that. And um, number five on the west was Wild Horse at Robson Ranch. And this is one that I did not get a chance to see this year, but Rick went out there. You, I've been out you there. You made this a year, trip yeah. out there and said it was just awesome. It's a, it's a, it's just always in good shape. They're opening up a new nine, um, so it'll be exciting to see what they do with that. There was supposed to be fifty-four holes out there, and 
the people who moved into Robson Ranch just weren't golfers, so they slowed down the building of the of the courses. But, sure. Um, number four was Bridalwood. Bridalwood, I'm going to tell you, people like golf courses they play well at, and if you if it's warm and the wind is from the south and you play the right tees, you will play well at Bridalwood. And it's not a hard, it's not an easy golf course where they're you know it's just it sets up for people to score well. And so that's one of the reasons why it's always ranked pretty high. It's in good, it was a really good shape this year, and and uh, and people just play it well. Number three, so <clears throat> Texas Rangers Golf Club opened this year. Still has no clubhouse, but I'm gonna tell the you the framework's up though. It's it's chugging along. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that I haven't been wowed by something in a long time. And when you just drive up, it's still under under construction, so you don't you don't get to see like the real feel of the real drive up appeal. But the, all you see is this massive driving range when you grow up, and they've got the fake bunkers or the painted bunkers in the in the driving range, so it looks like it's it's cool as hell. Um, full disclosure, um, we will be having our big annual avid golfer sale out there mid December, like we do every year. And uh, they've got a big tent out there. We're gonna have it under tent. Art Salinger's gonna bring all his stuff out there and stuff. Man, I'm, I'm there. That's where I'm gonna say we're ending the the sale on Saturday at around two o'clock, so I can get an eighteen in. Yeah. No, and as far as just pure routing and the way that they read, if you ever played Ditto before, and I played living in Arlington my my whole life, basically, I played Ditto countless numbers of times. Never really cared for it, especially the back nine. It got to the point to where erosion had taken a lot of the fairways, and you could quite literally drop a golf ball in the middle of a fairway, and it would just roll all the way yes. off the fairway into just pure bedrock. I mean, there's just pebbles, and you didn't even know what to do, when especially I first, the back nine. When I first moved to Dallas, um, I had one friend who, who liked to play golf. I wasn't a real golfer yet, and um, he would go to, to Ditto after work, and he would hit his tee shot off a of number one, and it was 350 yards, but there was like straight downhill. It was always no straight downwind too. And straight downwind. The wind was out of the south. It was always straight downhill. If it was downwind. dry, if he drove the green, we finished the nine. If he didn't, we just walked off. The <laughs> that's and you're not wrong. I mean, that's a hole where like you felt like if you if you didn't hit it down there at least close to the fringe, you were like, okay, well, I just gave two or three shots back yes. here, but. But yeah, I mean, I mean, and Ditto. I mean, for what it was and what they charged for it, and like the little, you know, red brick shack they had as a clubhouse. What they charged, I mean, it is what you would expect. Yeah. But Texas Rangers, I'm telling you, and we gave them a little room to to mature. Well, they were here third on this bit. side. Third on this side, but they didn't have a clubhouse yet. Right. It still needs a little work growing, but it's worthy. Golf but Colligan and, and Trey Kemp, I mean, they did an awesome, yes. awesome job on the routing and the layout. I mean, it's a fun yes. golf course. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. Another one that's great with the layout and the routing is, it, which was number two, was Texas Star. Now you played there a number of times this year, and you said the golf course was the best condition you ever saw. It's in as good a shape as I've ever seen it, and. I'll be honest with you, like, I don't particularly care for the layout of Texas Star. And and you you mentioned a minute ago, like, you base what you feel about a golf course on how you play there. For some reason, I just don't ever really score well there. And and we have this argument every year for the last three years, and we've done these rankings when it comes to Texas Star. It just, for some reason, I can't wrap my head around it being ranked number one or number two or number three because I just always play terrible there. But 
this year I went in and said, hey, guys, Texas Star was yeah, as did. good as I've ever seen it this year, and it's it's very, very worthy of being You need to have a good short game at Texas Star because of the top hat greens. Yeah, I don't. So yeah. So. <laughs> and then number one on the west side, as we said before, which was the number one overall was Cowboys Golf Club. There's, there's not much to say about it until it's um, somebody knocks them off their perch. Sure. All right, on the on the Dallas side, and we're running out of time, but we'll just quick. Number five was Tangle Ridge, right around the corner here. Jeff Brower designed always fun golf course play, and always, some, some good elevation changes for a municipal course. You by know, the that way, you don't really see not to take anything away from all the other golf courses, but Mark Viskoski over there. I, I'm just going to say, you always feel that everybody is so nice. When Absolutely, you walk in there. Absolutely, just, it, it's like really this is the way customer service is supposed to be. Always, and they always get an extra notch up because of that. Number four is Heritage Ranch. Same kind of thing. I think that front nine on Heritage may be the best nine hole, daily fee nine hole course in town. It's certainly up there. It's, it's if it weren't like it an hour from my house, I would play it all the time. Um, and they always, they have greeters that come out to you on the parking lot, and it is the nice. They tell you exactly, hey, they, you know, pin placement number one. This is what you're going to play today, whatever, 90 degrees. Very, very cool. It's a great first impression. Um, Mr. Trevino does a good job out there. Number three is Coyote Ridge. Uh, we'll be there next week. Or the week after. Next week. We'll be at Coyote Ridge next week. There you go. And uh, in that massive clubhouse. Love that golf course, too. Boy, I tell you what, if the wind blows out there, though, look out. Because it, oof, that can play tough. But it's nope. a fun golf course. Number two is a tribute. Here's a here's a here's some uh, knowledge you can use. The tribute was purchased by Old American. Yes. But the purchase doesn't go through officially till January 1st. All right. They're going to combine the clubhouse. They're going to do some other fun things. But I think with the money that the gentleman who owns Old American has, he's going to make tribute top notch. And it's it's already looking, right up there. I'm looking forward to that. And then number one, the home of the LPGA is the Old American Golf Club. Yes, and, uh, the Volunteers really, really of America club. LPGA Classic out there at Old American. And you want to talk about awesome food on a golf course? I'm telling you what, Old American. Oh, yeah, they've you got that uh, the fifth hole. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I had some sort of pork pork wing. Pork wing? That's what they called it. A pork wing. I think pigs have wings. Yeah, it was a, it was a pork. It was really good. <laughs> really, really good. But I think it's something different every every week. But, yes, uh, they have the best chef in the Daily Field set. All right. That was all well and good. We're out of Terra Verde. Coming up next, we need to do something at the 10 o'clock hour. We asked for some tweets of what we should do. We'll decide what we're doing at 10 o'clock next. We up? Oh, he went from Little Feet to Steve Vaughn. Well done, Jay King. Jay King's MVP. He's a fast riser at that ticket. It is straight up 10 o'clock today. You had uh, the tee box with me, Craig, and uh, no Rick today. Not Rick Arnett. He had a little family emergency that uh, he came to the show. Everything's fine, though. Everything's fine. Yes. And uh, he came to the show and... uh, Called me while I was on my way and said, "Looks like I, I got to go." Deep throat. No, no, that is not. <laughs> and uh, no, he said, Jay, "Nobody's, no. no, nobody's, nobody. There's nothing life threatening, but I, I've got to get, I got to get take care of his family." So I've said this early in the show. In Rick's world, the the world relies on Rick. You can't say that. No, I can because you did us, and I hear you know he and I are pretty close, and we. You know, as close as we are, we don't do anything socially. Really? No. 
Nothing. We play golf together. We work together. We do the show together. I'd say golf is social. That's but a social activity. on Saturdays and Sundays after ten o five, we're we don't do anything. Um, but he uh, he called me at about seven fifteen. He called you at about seven ten. Funny that he called you before he called me. And I'll tell you what, it is a miracle that I woke up. Really. Did you have a late night last night? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a late night, but went out for a little while. Drinking, was, gambling, smoking, all but the gambling and the smoking. So just drinking. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I was bound and determined to sleep in today. I was like, man, I've got a Saturday off for the first time in ever. I can't wait. I was going to do some stuff around the house, but I was going to sleep until about nine. Get up, go to Home Depot, do some lighting work around the house, and then I was going to settle in on the couch and watch a little college football. And here comes the old phone a-buzzing on the nightstand at about 7 o'clock. <laughs> and it's old Ricky. <laughs> and he says, ah, I need you down at Tierra Verde. I've got an emergency. I'm like, oh, you've got so to that's, be kidding so that, me. So that's an interesting question is, who are you? Who are, who is indebted to you? Is it me or is it Rick? Both. And Both? Ex- everybody but Kern. Everybody but Kern? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I love Kern. So <clears throat> Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick and I do the schedule for the show on Friday afternoon. We figure things out. And we have an extra half hour because SMU plays. The Ponies, East and, Carolina today. And so I, we've got the schedule, but he has cryptic stuff in here. He had one segment that it was supposed to be just um, that he was going to do and surprise me about that we don't have. And then we had he had something about Mickelson. And he, it's the – he his – at 9.30, he had trivia, and then he had the epitome of great greatness. M- Mickelson finally falls out of top 50 for first time since. That's kind of a big story. Is it a full segment? No. No, and that's what I'm thinking. And we already teased the P1 to send us ideas for this segment, so we've got to run with some of those, right? Yeah. You can't fart alcohol, can you? Um, yes, I have done that many times, Rick. Thank you. When did he say that? I don't know. What, what context was that pulled out of? You never know. So um, I asked. So I, here was two ideas I had on our own. One was roof talk because you've been going through your roof. I don't even. That will just get me so fired up so that I'm going to throw a chair through the window. The other was uh, my wife said she doesn't tweet, but she said to me, hey, we went to see the Dane Cup. Oh no! Say, what? Dump, dump, dump that dump, 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 dump. Yes, <laughs> going great. <laughs> I got it. See, thank this, you, thank you. This is why the extra thirty minutes were critical today, fellas. Thank you, SMU football. We got that, but greatness. we we dumped it, so nobody Thanks, heard it. Oh, they will on Friday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We went and saw uh, Dane Cook, <laughs> and uh, my wife said you could talk about that because he actually picked on us. Wow! He singled out Amy and I, and he picked on us. I would have gotten up there and slugged him in his. What? You don't like mouth. him, do you? No. I didn't know who he was. Uh, other than the movie Waiting, he is completely worthless. Really? Yes. He was funny, mildly no. funny. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to go pay to see someone who's mildly funny. Yeah. I, we had a good time. The guy, he had two guys in front of him. Whenever you see a comedian now, like a name, like they usually have two guys who come for about, they do about a five to ten minute. Sure. And so they're playing all their hits, right? If you're only doing a five minute 
deal. Yeah, your balls to the wall. That's you're, you're as it. funny as you can be. You may not be funny after 11 minutes, yeah. but for those first – and so they were really, really they funny. they got to go full dice man for the first about six minutes. Yes. So we had some – we asked for some suggestions. Mm-hmm. So I'll read a few. You can read a few. Mm-hmm. Danny Salazar said the Sam Hale J. King show, no. Well, I, I mean, I don't know why you're dismissing them. I think they've done a great job. Clearly doesn't appreciate good radio. Uh, well, it probably would fit for the 10 o'clock hour, right? So maybe. Just let him go 10 to 10.30? Yeah. The Samuel Hale J. King Then he says the best of rotten radio. Yeah, see, that, that's, that's not very nice. Again, that's dismissive that's saying, of us. We're doing a great job here. You yeah. know what? I got out of bed at 7 o'clock in the morning after going to sleep at 1.30 to come down here and broadcast at a high level for you P1s. By the way, Amy Lulu. Who? Amy Lulu. Amy Lulu. Lulu. The Amy Lulu said, like Eli and Craig, and you all sound fantastic this morning. Oh, see? Oh, see, that's right, a nice Amy thing Lulu. to say. So, yeah. The Amy Lulu. Oh, but then she, she went, um, Hi, wait, Sam just maybe threw the wheels off. Um, then Miss Rachel Texas Carter, who you're a big fan of. A huge fan. Said, on the note of Met Life Cat, let's have a segment about your experience with random wildlife of the golf course. Do you think Ooh. it's good luck? Hmm. Random wildlife on the golf What's the most exotic animal you've seen while playing golf? A bear? I saw a bear once. Really? Yeah. That's kind of a big one. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a bear. Going to uh, Whistling Straits, they have the sheep that roam out yeah. there on the course. You That's can see cool. them. They have longhorn sheep up in Vegas and Cascada. Yeah. Saw them. Yeah, these aren't um, longhorn sheep. They're just actual sheep, and they actually imported them from Scotland. Wow. At Whistling Straits. They're like $10,000 a piece. And they By the like way, 100. if you ever want to find out how to get to Tierra Verde, you turn on to this whatever road that is, and you see the longhorns. The big longhorn cattle, and you make oh, a yeah, left. The, yeah, on and the you right. make a left right yeah, there. Little, little yeah. cattle, cattle uh, what do you call it? Whatever. I've seen a uh, hawk with a rabbit underneath oh. its talons. Really? On a really? Golf carrying a rabbit off. I've seen rattlesnake. I've seen deer, fox. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't got the brush turkeys that walk in a single file yeah, line. I've That's seen actually kind of cool. What are the little things that they have on the, the Tierra Verde logo? Are those little, little roadrunners? They're roadrunners. Is yeah. that a chicken? Uh, it, no, yes, it's a road no, runner. Julie, it is not a chicken. Thank All right, you. so P1 Paul said, do a complete and comprehensive review of every Craig Rosengarten e-brake submission. Uh, yeah, we've only got 30 minutes. 22 more minutes here, Paul. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and then uh, there was one more that said, I, somebody said, why don't you do a full segment on the best of Rick Arnett? That would also be a long shot. Ah, that would be. Cavi said, since he's not here, tell us your favorite Rick Arnett stories. So, any of those float your boat? I'll tell you the one that kind of got me uh, interested. 36 minutes ago, at Tex Weatherman sent us, I'm playing basketball in the league with a few coworkers. Is it odd to feel awkward showering afterwards with guys you know you're going to be sitting in meetings with the next day? Okay. Um, <laughs> huh. Craig, Take it away, thoughts. Sam. Hale. Your thoughts. <laughs> Am I wrong? Couple breaks over here. What's so happening? So you're a, you're a member in a club, and you play you play a lot of hoops. Yeah, you were a college basketball player. Yeah. a lot of people don't, probably don't know that about you that you played college basketball. I I was on the 
That means the, you played college basketball. I, I mean, okay, I understand I you, you weren't cutting down the net no, after a national championship got, victory. but Two years, I got zero playing time. Well, that's fine. But, but I got to practice still on the every, squad. Yeah. You can say I was a collegiate athlete. Yeah. So what, do you, what are your thoughts? You, you, you are I a don't member have, at a club. And, I'm, I may be one of the most homophobic, homophobic individuals there, is, there are. And why? I just am. There's nothing wrong with it. I just am. I'm... You know, I, it, Rick makes fun of me. I can't get my hair cut by a guy. I can't. I just. Well, that isn't necessarily. I just, that it's just my thing. Homophobic. I, it's not, I mean, it, it's. Um, no, I'm homophobic. But going in a locker room and getting undressed to go shower, not a problem. That's never bothered me. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. There are the kind of like, you know, 75, 80 year old dudes that like you're rolling through there. And for some reason, I guess the just the. The give a esser breaks like at about sixty five years old, and they're just walking around, just like no towel, no nothing. You're like, dude, really? Come on, you know, at least throw a towel on. Why? Well, I don't care anymore. I'm almost at that give up stage where <laughs> just don't point? care. All right, yeah. fair enough. Like when I'm in the locker room at at my working out my club, I when I need my cup of coffee, I don't think I have any clothes on. I just go walk up and get it. Hmm. All so, right, well, good good topic. Text weather. Great man. image right isn't, here. Isn't there yeah. a golf course around here that? You just wear a towel at most of uh, most of the common areas, and women seriously, are not a, and women are not a, uh, allowed. Oh, you're talking about Preston Trails men only. Yes, and their one yeah. their one rule is you can't eat naked. Hmm. I mean, because Mickey I've, Mandel I've, would go into the into the buffet with no clothes on and go eat, and it's like, well, <laughs> that legend anyway. I don't know that you legend know, says. That, I heard the same thing. Yeah, that, he that does drove that would not Cadillac. surprise me one iota. On the greens. Yeah, uh, one I iota. So, the Mick was a guy that, boy, he, yeah. you want to talk about not caring about anything. All right, well, we're late. So coming up next, we'll figure out something. Yeah, we got to be out of here pretty quick, so we'll do it. Next. Because, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 hey. <clears throat> it is that time of the year, November, and it is our time for the new passbook, the Avid Golfer Passbook. Only $44.95. That's our pre-sale price. It's only good for the month of November. It comes with two dozen golf balls from the greatness of Strixon, like always. Has over 50 rounds of golf, like always. You can save over 1000 bucks. But if you do it in November, in November only, A, you get the $44.95 price. B, you also get a free zero-friction Cabretta leather golf club. It's a $20 value. Free. Free. So you just got to go to myavagolfer.com, go sign up for the pre-sale. We're printing them right now. You get it early, and we'll mail it out to you. Come get your golf balls. You come get your glove. You go play a lot of golf. You'll save $1,000. You buy one for your friend. You stick them in their stuff, stock, stocking. You stuff it in their stocking, and it's the greatest deal ever. So don't delay. Do it for the month of November. It's only going to be that price then. Go to myavagolfer.com and uh, save some money. It is 10:19 on the ticket. You still have an extended tee box with uh, me and uh, Eli Jordan. What a big thanks to uh, Kern for keeping us on air today. Jay King for doing um, awesome work, awesome work, and Sam Hale for an for awesome effort. Yeah, see, there you go. That's the way to be. Was that so right? hard, really? No. They do love you, Sam. It's a, this is my dream, my dream team right here. You, Jay, Kern. See, now you're just dismissing Rick. 
I was going to say Rick, but you know, Rick's going to be so mad. I didn't want to. I didn't want to dish you, so I was. That's yeah, why I hesitated. Okay, that's all right. Just why, why can't we just love everybody, Craig? Yes. Hey, I need to do this. So this is not my thing, okay. right? Running the show. That's Rick's job, and so I. I stress. I forgot a sponsor. Okay. So I want to thank Waterview, Southern Oaks, Club Corp, Classic BMW. Wait a minute. You said you forgot a sponsor. Not I forgot all to, of the sponsors. Okay. I forgot to mention a single sponsor. How's that? Okay. I think, <laughs> I, think I, I think I got Origin Bank in there, and that was it. So. Well, you got them again, too. So thanks for Classic BMW. Thanks for Arcus Golf. Thanks to Rusted Rail and Crandall, David McDavid, Lincoln of Plano, and next week we will be out at Coyote Ridge. Coyote Ridge. Not Colonial. Coyote Ridge. Coyote Ridge, yes. Coyote Ridge. (laughs) We also need to thank Tierra Verde Golf Club and the fabulous Ventana Grill, which we are currently broadcasting from. They gave us an awesome breakfast this morning, and the course looks like it's in fantastic shape, and I'm actually uh, getting, getting ready to... Stick a peg in the ground out there in about 45 minutes. And if you're interested in some of the things that Arlington Golf has upcoming, they do have a drive-away hunger golf tournament benefiting the great Mission Arlington. They're always doing such good work over there. It's a scramble on Friday, November the 22nd. It's a 12 p.m. shotgun at Lake Arlington Golf Club. Entry is $60. Your uh, entry deadline, November the 18th. You can always give them a call at 817-451-6101 to make sure that you get in on that tournament. It's for a great cause. And they've got a lot of other stuff going on as well, including a Thanksgiving golf tournament out here at Tierra Verde, where we are right now. Uh, it's fifty nine ninety nine a player. For kids, just thirty nine ninety five. That includes your green fee, a couple of breakfast tacos, some coffee, and then the course will be closed as soon as the tournament is over, so you can go have uh, turkey with the family and all and that good Cowboys. stuff. So, yeah, exactly. Come on out for uh, Thanksgiving as well. So, yeah, thanks to Greg Duraney and everybody at Arlington oh, Golf for having us I, out here at Cherry I also did forget the <clears throat> sponsor of the Texas Junior Golf Tour, yeah, which uh, has an event out at they have one at Wolf Dancer and I think Walnut Creek this week. And uh, during Thanksgiving, our Rocky Mountain Junior Tour, which we also own, will, I will be out in Las Vegas running one of our major events out there. Yeah, oh. You know what? I have a suspicion you just bought that tour so you could spend more time in Vegas. Am I wrong That's here? It's the only event of the year we have in Vegas. Yeah, but going that direction, you're closer to Vegas. Uh, we thrive in Seattle. Really? And I like that town. You really like Seattle? I, I love Seattle. Yes. I've never been to Seattle. Yes, it's very fun. I yeah. like it. And my wife likes it too. We like going up there. So cool. All right. So I made a I, I made a decision. It is I'm the, fired already? No, God. it is the tickets twenty five year anniversary. And for our last segment, it hasn't been played in a while and it didn't make the top twenty five of the greatest moments on the ticket. Which is a travesty. But I figured we'd play this. The, the triple Garden? break is yeah. the Rosengarten. Well, we have a winner. All we have right. a unanimous wow. winner. 5 Boy. <laughs> when, I, I, you know that the Rosengarten e-break is one of the all-time greats when Grego's knee-ending surgery doesn't even get a no, vote. not even a vote. Amazing. All right, let's give this all-time classic a listen here. If you start sculling <laughs> balls to the point where you're about to hurt somebody and you don't do anything about it, you're a flawed guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, that guy who was sculling the shots and all whizzing them by the guy's head and everything should have stopped. He, sh- man, it, the anus was on him. He should have moved. The anus. Laugh. I don't think so. 
I don't think so. so. (laughs) You know. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310. (laughs) Rick should have said, oh, okay. Well, can you explain how heinous works into that sentence? Right. Right. I'm sorry. I thought I you said anus, but since he, you said heinous, can you explain that? <laughs> he could have recovered from his buddy and for his buddy and just say, you know, yeah, the onus is kind of on that guy. <laughs> but it's a what? what we do here. <laughs> the anus. <laughs> when you start sculling balls, balls. <laughs> Let's hear the beginning of that one more time. If you start sculling <laughs> balls to the point where you're about to hurt somebody. <laughs> Uh, has Craig ever won before? Oh, no. He performed the move and stuck the landing. Mm. He ties oh. Mother Nature and the Pigskin Poet. One win. <laughs> so. All right, Jay, that's good. You did start off slow with the sculling. Well, balls. here's the thing. Do you know start I was... sculling balls. You guys have heard me on the air, right? Yes. For 15 years. Yeah, many times. Do you know that I was on the air e-break free for two years before that happened? Oh, no. And then it just it started just... Rolling downhill. I just think nobody over. paid attention. I don't think I've changed. Really? Yeah. I think I'm nobody still, noticed. I'm still e breakless. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Never had one. Zero. That's the consummate professional that you zero. are. You know, when people ask me all the time, they're like, "Man, do you ever, do you ever kind of just want to have one?" So, you know, you you have some airtime during the musers on Friday morning. I'm like, "No, I'd be just fine if I never had one." Done. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to like chop up my own mistakes and like submit right. them to the chair. When that one like, happened, when that one happened, I could only do I could only do not I could do nothing but laugh. It's like, all right. It was but then it's that next year, I mean, they did a whole show on me because I think I had like 27 times I was nominated <laughs> in a span of a year and I probably took 5 weeks off. Yeah. And I and I decided at that point I said I could either Become a rich with a Rick with a P about it and say stop or whatever or just embrace it. Sure. Well, and so I, I've embraced it. And I working and, at the ticket. I mean, to some yes, extent, it's you, a locker you, room. You, you right. You have to accept the fact that you are going to take it in the shorts quite frequently. Not only from and I the did. other on-air personalities, the other people you work with, but now like with social media and Twitter. I mean, you're getting it just double barrel from both yes. sides. Yes. And you just you just kind of have to roll with it, and that's what makes it part of. Part of the fun. So that was not a top twenty-five moment. That should have been, but it's not. But now we got to go. We got to go because Jay right. says we got to go. SMU Thanks for everybody stepping ponies. in for Rick. See you next week, ponies. Broadcasting live from the TXC <laughs> Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio thirteen ten and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.